0: perspective welcome to my podcast and welcome to the last episode of 2019 recorded on the 24th of December so as of this recording happy holidays amigos before i start with this cuz trust me i'm going to need some preparation for this one uh one thing i need to address or two things i need to address the first thing is I misquoted a the web pages, the web links in my last episode about Sonic Adventure, and I made it sound like it was in my favor when it actually it wasn't, or it, not in my favor. I quoted it as to say that to bring on my point, like I don't remember the quote exactly, but I misquoted it. So I apologize. It was not with intention. When I double checked, I realized, ah, oh, fuck, man. That was a misquote, so I apologize. The second thing is, I said that the next episode after Sonic Adventure 1 was going to be about DC movies, and here we are. This one isn't about DC movies. I apologize. Uh, It didn't happen because I, I didn't feel it. I didn't... It didn't feel natural, and we've already been through this, why I won't do stuff that one doesn't feel natural. And... I wanted to release this one before the end of the year. Because this is the last episode of 2019. And it's like I said the last time. Oh, and to prove my point that I need some preparation. Mm. Jack Daniels. Yes. Yes. Um all right, so and on the in the late and God, I'm already fucking up. yeah the, the cup the the episodes that I've released recently have been very much attacking. It's been very much me saying what people are doing and saying is wrong, and me not agreeing with people and me telling you that you don't like the right platform and me telling you that you're doing things wrong. You can't keep attacking your fan base and not give something back. Amigos, this is me giving, giving back. This is me... Uh, <laughs> this is me... Look, this is me showing a side of myself that I want more people to underst- to hear so they can understand me better. This is also me giving back after just taking, which is, you know, attacking. And yeah, no, no no that's that's basically it. If you find me a little jittery, I I do feel a little rusty. I do feel like uh, I'm not quite not quite there. I'm not quite a uh, I don't know, I don't know. Uh, I've had anxiety all day. So you know, just stating straight up straight out and um, it's a mixture of different things. But enough dilly-dallying, enough. God, I am out of it. (laughs) I apologize, amigos. All right, so what what the fuck am I going to talk about? I'm going to talk about the year 2011. And I'm doing this so anyone listening to this that suffers from anxiety or have suffered through anything Remotely similar to what I'm, I'm about to tell you. It can help to hear that. Other people experience what you experience. So let's start from the beginning. eh, amigos. Let's start at the beginning with 2011. 2011. Uh, I started out 2011 with. Anxiety. For you see I had quit. A relationship, my very first relationship, and I can't remember if it was 2009 or 2010, but I want to say 2010, I had quit my relationship that was dragging me the fuck down. It had made such tremendous damage to my mental health, and the problem, well, there's a lot of problems with it, but the biggest problem that I did to myself is that I didn't process it. I didn't do anything about it. I uh, I just took it. I was so mentally beat down by that relationship that just the fact that I'm out of it helped, helped me a lot. But 2011, you know, you go through some shit. You, uh, you open up new doors in life. Of course, it happens to all of us. And a certain door opened to me that I thought was going to take away my anxiety. Now, keep in mind, I didn't know what the fuck anxiety was. No idea. I had no fucking clue. I just know that for some weird fucking reason, I can't breathe normally. It's like somebody's having you in a bear hug. You know, if someone's ever held you, held you in a bear hug and they just squeeze and you're starting to get that slight panic of, Oh boy, gotta, I gotta get out of this bear hug. And you're noticing that you're having pr- troubles breathing. That's basically my type of anxiety. But I didn't know it was anxiety. I had no fucking clue. Anyway, this door that I kept that I that I mentioned before that I thought was going to help me, and it did, because when this door opened and I went through it, my anxiety was gone. However. For reasons beyond anyone's control, anybody's control, that door slammed straight in my face. And when that happened, I knew, I fucking knew that this fucking thing I have inside of me is going to grow to to, to such a humongous proportion that I won't be able to control it. Lord and behold, the door closed and my anxiety got so fucking bad that I was bed-stricken and I couldn't leave my apartment for a fucking month. That is no exaggeration. That is me telling you the fucking truth. I could not leave my bed for an entire month. Knowing, of course, that this is not normal. And wanting to have answers, I went to a therapist. And talking to this therapist, I explained my my problems. I explained what I'm going through. I explained my trouble, the troubles I'm having of breathing normally. And that's the first time I ever heard of it. Yeah, what you got there is anxiety. What you're suffering from is anxiety. So. What's the difference between having anxiety and suffering from anxiety? Now, I ain't no doctor. I ain't no therapist. So don't quote me on this. But I've always seen it this way. Anybody, fucking anyone can can have anxiety. Anxiety attacks. You can have dips with anxiety. You can have... It, it can attack anyone. Suffering from anxiety is when anxiety has taken over and it's basically your entire fucking day, week, month. You're living with this motherfucker. Nothing's triggering it. Nothing's setting it off. Nothing is necessarily giving you anxiety. You just have it. So all day you're walking around with a sense of panic and all day you're walking around breathing heavily. That's what I had, day in and day out, day in and day out, week in and week out, month in and month out. During this time, I uh, discovered a uh, a a liquid that helped me cope. This liquid is called alcohol. And I felt that when I was drinking, I could breathe normally. So I thought it helped. Now, mind you, I had family, I had friends. That kept telling me that this is not the fucking solution, but when the only thing you can think of is, hey, motherfucker, I can breathe normally for the first fucking time, you're not so keen on listening to other people. Because you found it. You found the magic solution. Oh, alcohol has been around for hundreds of years, but you, (laughs) you found it. You found the magical solution. Look at the big brain of this motherfucker. So I started drinking and weekend drinking started becoming, started spanning away and now I'm drinking Friday, Saturday and Sunday. And now all of a sudden, why the fuck should I stop there? I'm going to drink Monday. I have this under control. Fuck it. Let's add Tuesday. And yeah, you can guess where this ended. Uh, Seven days a week. Your old host here, Danny, found himself with a bottle of liquor. During this time, I became friends with a certain person whose name will remain a secret. But I became really, really fucking close with this friend. And... Amigos, you need to understand, when I have anxiety, especially if I'm drunk, I just fucking lash out. I lash out. I drink so that I can lash out. And I lashed out so many fucking times on this new friend. And not only on my new friend... I lashed out on all of my close friends. I called them two at night. I I acted like a piece of shit. Constantly. And not a single one of these sons of bitches ever turned their backs on me. This is called world-building, amigos. All of this will be relevant in the future of this of this podcast episode. Anyway, so I lash out on this new friend. I keep lashing out, lashing out, lashing out. And I keep telling you're a bad friend and you're doing this and you're doing that and you're doing blah, 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 blah. And this person never turned their fucking back on me. Now I never forgave myself for doing that, and this happened in two thousand and eleven, amigos. And I'm I'm proud to tell you that this person is still in my life, and not only that, this person is closer to me now than they've ever been. Until this day, I cannot forgive myself. <clears throat> You know, add a couple of months. It's summer. I'm I'm on the pill. I'm on the pill. Let's fuck. <laughs> no, I'm on anxiety pills. <laughs> uh, I'm on anxiety pills. I'm drinking. I'm out of control, and it keeps on getting worse. Now, at the end of this year close to the end of this year, in fact around I want to say around September, October can't quite remember this friend that got really close to me was having problems in their personal life and it ended up with this person they started to push me away well They start pushing everyone away. So it was nothing personal. But, you know, me bashing this person, at least that's the way I saw it, for so so long, I couldn't... What the fuck am I supposed to do? You just wait. Well, anyway. And... This got so bad that... um, our communication and our friendship was starting to take a hit. Me with my anxiety trying to figure out more information and this person, because they are the way they are, didn't provide any information. Not a fucking good combination there now, is it, amigos? So, besides all of this, It's now November. And I know for a fact that this person, they're going through a very fucking hard time and it's not looking good. And the only thing that I felt that I could do was to go to a local church. Now, here comes the part This is the exciting part, because this is the part where I don't know if everyone close to me knows this specific part. So here you go! Some new fucking material, DLC storying. I went to church. And... um, I uh, had a conversation with, um, well, I don't know, God, I guess? I was alone smoking a fucking cigarette in front of church. I know blasphemy. And I, to make a long story short, when it comes to my conversation with them, all I told them was take absolutely everything from me except my health. Take everything everything from me and give it to this friend that I have because this person needs it more than I do I can be at home and having anxiety I want to act all woe is me but the truth is I'm surrounded by family and friends so I know I have it good take everything from me and give it to this one person And then I left and I went back to another person that is one of my absolute closest friends because we were playing Super Smash Brothers on Nintendo 64 and I look at the time and I panic because I notice that the liquor store is closing in 30 minutes. Uh, you see now? You see now I had to bring up all the things with me start drinking, becoming an alcoholic, or borderline alcoholic, and... You see how it all coming together? So here where I live, we don't have liquor stores that are open 24-7. No. On Saturdays, they close at 3, and they're closed on Sundays. And I panic, and I tell them... Uh, the liquor store's closing. Yeah, but we won't make it... We won't make it if we go now. No, we'll make it. And I kept egging this person on. I kept egging my friend on. I kept fucking going and going and going, telling them, no, we have to go, we have to go, we have to go, we have to go. Just the thought of not having any fucking alcohol at home was giving me a fucking panic attack. So finally I convinced them. We were, it was me, my one of my absolute closest friends and a former bandmate. We get in the car, and we drive off. Now, the place we were staying at was approximately two hours, two, two, three hours away from home. And on the way there, I didn't have my fucking seatbelt on. Take 2. I didn't have my seat belt on. There we go, articulation. So I didn't put it on this time either. But we drive we drive for just a couple of minutes and I can I can sense that my friend is starting to lose control over the car. But I started laughing because I'm thinking he's just drifting, you know, he's going fast, he's drifting, he's having fun. So we're, I'm just laughing while the car is st- starting to drift out of control. It to, it's winter, by the way. Fucking excuse me for not telling you this before. It's fucking winter. And while I'm laughing, out of the fucking clear blue sky, this voice speaks inside of my head. This voice goes, put on your seatbelt. And without fucking reacting, like I'm in some fucking trance, I take the fucking seatbelt on, and I, I strap it on, I strap it on, I strap in, and, <laughs> and as soon as I hear the click from the seatbelt, my friend loses complete control over the car, and we fall into a ditch. A ditch, mind you, that... God, it's so hard. This is in the middle of the fucking forest, and the one place where we fell was the only fucking area without any fucking trees. It's a dense fucking forest, and the one part where my friend... Because this this just tells you the level of skill this motherfucker has. He sees this one spot where there are no trees and that's the destination to go. That's the level of skill he has. And I can just remember the sensation of there's no gravity followed by just this most horrible sound surrounding us. Sound of fucking glass breaking, of metal just getting destroyed. And I don't remember much more after that. When I come to, I see four arms hanging in front of me. So I panic. I panic. I'm trying to take off the fucking seatbelt. And I'm doing this without fully realizing that we're upside down. Soon as that seatbelt came off, I fall straight on the top of my head. So my friends wake up and you know, you start to look around, what the hell's going on? They take away their seat belts. They're fucking smarter than I am and they realize they're upside down. And they, you know, get get off the damn thing. They get out of the car. And my friend goes back in and he asks, Hey, Dan, what the hell's going on? Aren't you going to leave the car? And that's when I realize I can move my fingers, but I can't move my arms. I can move my toes, but I can't move my legs. And I can't lift myself up. So I tell him this. I'm, uh, I can't move. Anyway, gotta fast forward a little, for fuck's sake. We get to the hospital, they do the whole x-ray, they do everything, and they realize that um, half of my vertebrae, I think it's C3 or C4, I can't fucking remember, half of it is fucking gone, it's dust, gone, adios. And on the other one, the one above it, that one has a fucking fracture on it. So uh, yeah, old Danny Strange broke his neck. And what they had to do was take bone from my hip, put it into the fucking neck, and <laughs> put two fucking screws with a metal plate in there. And that's what I have right now. And amigos, if you if you were under, ever wondering. How can I how can I love wrestling so much and not become a wrestler? Now you know why. Because I'm terrified of injuring my fucking neck again. See the doctor. Even went so far as to say, "Listen here, you." Motherfucker, you had a fucking guardian angel Because I can't tell you how fucking close you were to being paralyzed I've never seen anything like it I've never ever seen anything like it You should have been paralyzed And I remember immediately to that fucking church. (laughs) Because that other friend that I talked about, things got better for them. So I'm thinking, well, shit on a stick. And everything I prayed for happened. You took almost everything from me except my health, and he gave it to this other friend because things are starting to get better for them. Now, amigos, I'm not a religious guy. I'm not a man of faith. But even I can tell you, I can't explain it. I really can't. And coming back home from the hospital, you go back to what you know best. So you start to, uh, because that's what I always did. You drink. But I noticed having this drink in front of me, I went, no, you know what? I don't feel like drinking any alcohol. And I pushed that fucking glass away. And that was the first time where I felt that, um, nah, I don't need it. And I sat down and I played some fucking Mario Kart. Amigos, I have six people In my life. And I've dubbed them the pillars. (laughs) But the reason I call them that fucking stupid ass name. It's because those six people held me up when I was a fucking shell of a person. And they had every fucking right to leave me. And they didn't. That's why I dubbed them that fucking stupid ass name. Because they are the fucking foundation of everything that is me. And I owe so much to them. (sighs) To anyone that goes through fucking anxiety, look, you got to do what you got to do. And you got to lash out. And you gotta cry. And you gotta you gotta you gotta do fucking everything, but when and trust me amigo, there is a when. When you get better, look back at the people who helped you and you pay them back. Don't ever take people for granted. And learn from your fucking past. Don't let your fucking past define you. But never forget it. So that you don't repeat the same stupid shit again. This episode is fucking dedicated to to those six people, my pillars. This episode is dedicated to them. I fucking love you guys. Truly, I do, and I can tell you the happy ending with the friend to whom I prayed for. We are closer than ever before, and I'm trying. I'm constantly trying to find ways to repay this person. And there you have it. 2011, my worst fucking year I've ever experienced. Uh, Some quick questions, because I'm guessing some people have questions. If alcohol played such a big fucking part, why are you drinking alcohol to this day? As you can clearly tell, some fucking ASMR right there for you. Well, because... One, I like alcohol. Two, uh, it's only on week, week, uh, weekends. Never drink it during, during the week because I go to the gym to be a big strong boy. And I know what alcohol does to the progress of the gym. So, uh, the gym helps me keep that in control. Second of all, I have enough people to remind me to have to help me keep everything under control, and I do believe I have everything under control. Uh, Now you know why I'm afraid of hitting, hitting, uh, trying to be a wrestler, and I'm only saying this because. I fucking hope no one ever asks me this question. But in case they do, I hope you listen to this whole fucking episode because I don't ever want to answer this fucking question in, in, in person. Do I blame my friend for crashing the vehicle? The only person that is to blame is myself. Cause at the end of it, if it hasn't if it wasn't for me egging them when they told me that this was a bad idea. None of this would happen. Hell, the driver, my best friend, he fucking saved my life. Because it's only because of his timing, his driving skills, that we fucking survived. Because he saw that patch where we were not trees. Not me. I was laughing like a fucking idiot in the back. There is no share to blame. It's all 100% my fault. And I felt that since they motherfucking one, And I will always feel that way. Because you can't change fucking facts. You can't change facts. Whatever you like it or not. Side note. Well, 2011 was my worst year I've ever experienced. This year, 2019, had a period, a month or two, where I felt worse than I did in 2011. For the first time since 2011, I've felt something worse than that. And it's because of my... It's because of my pillars, and it's because of my family, that... that I'm sitting here right now talking to a f- fucking microphone hoping that anyone will listen to this. Jesus Christ, I owe him too much. I owe them so fucking much. If you ask me 2019, it doesn't have 12 months. 2019 has 11 months. Because I refuse. Motherfucker, I refuse to acknowledge the month of January. I refuse to acknowledge it, that it existed. That's how bad this year was. Or certain areas in it. Because there have been some horrible fucking times this month for me. But I want to end on a good fucking note, because it's been 35 fucking minutes, you're listening to a fucking sobby-eyes emotional guy. (laughs) Uh, The good news is, it's almost the end of 2019. Mm -hmm. We're almost at the fucking end, and uh, I (sighs) hold up my glass to all of you beautiful souls out there. Let's say goodbye to 2019, eh? Let's give it the fucking middle finger. It's a new day, it's a new life for me. God damn it, let's feel good, eh? Bring it on 2020. And to anyone listening to me rant about stupid fucking shit, 2020 and beyond. Amigo Cheers And adiós